just when you think things couldn't get any crazier with illegal knees and the controversy, we got plenty of it in this weekend's fight night. And let's get started. Today is March 16th, and this is the 48th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. UFC fight night, Edwards versus Muhammad. You know, I was really looking forward to this fight. I felt like there was a lot of anticipation and we were going to have a lot of questions answered. And, uh, you know, unfortunately on March 13th, it was a lot of the opposite, you know. Uh, we, we saw a great first round. You know, we saw Chris, Leon Edwards, and Bilal Muhammad, I think, kind of realized, you know, Edwards is, is pretty legit. Uh, but I feel like the fight was just getting started. You know, Muhammad was starting to get into his rhythm, and Edwards the same. Although, I think Edwards won the first round. Uh, I don't count out Muhammad to come back in the rest of the fight to, to try and make something happen. Um, you know, I said before, you know, both these guys are 18 and 3. And, you know, now they both have a no contest on their on their uh, record due to the fact that Leon Edwards, I poked Bilal Muhammad and it was a horrible eye poke and I feel super bad for both fighters. Muhammad, you know, hopefully there's no horrible damage there. And Edwards, you know, after a year and a half layoff with not fighting and finally coming back and not being able to, con- you know, finish the fight, um, it's horrible for both guys. You know, they had a main event spot on a fight night. It was looking like it was going to turn into a great fight these guys were trading uh doing a little clinch game and you know it it looked like it was going to be a great fight i think what you were going to see though was leon edwards just continue to dominate as long as he didn't gas out you know muhammad has an unbelievable gas tank but he was just getting outstruck um it would have been interesting to see the fight get to the ground uh on either fighter's part and you know the unfortunate, another unfortunate thing is, is we were going to have a lot of answers question, you know, questions answered, I should say. Uh, the winner of this was looking to, you know, be in title contention. And, um, you know, that's not solved anymore. And for what's next for both guys, I think you have to make the rematch. Let uh, Bilal get recovered. You know, Leon Edwards was able to go through a fight camp, you know, get the, the a first round under his belt. And have the rematch. You know, I, I think it'll be good for both guys. They both deserve another main event. Uh, and, and I think the fans want to see that fight play out. And I think it makes sense for the division. So I think that's what should be next. In the co-main event, you had Ryan Spann. TKOing slash knocking out via punches. Uh, Misha Kirkanov in round one. You know, Span looked sharp, and he had his strikings on his strikes on point before he knocked him out. He had sixteen uh, significant strikes to Misha's five, and you know, controlled most of the fight. Good performance by him, and a, and a well needed and deserved win. Dan Ige, beautiful knockout within twenty two seconds over Gavin Tucker. Uh, in the featherweight division, you know, this guy's a beast, and I'm a huge fan of his coming up in that featherweight division. And, you know, you got to think, all right, you know, Dan Ige, ranked number nine right now. He deserves, in my opinion, someone in the top five. You know, he, he came off of a loss against Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater obviously is legit. But I think Dan Ige could fight someone up in the top five, maybe the Korean Zombie. I think that would be a great matchup for him, and I think it could be a, a headliner. You know, he showed that he could go five rounds when he fought Calvin Cater, 
think it'd be a great stylistic fight with the Korean Zombie, and I think you'll be able to see Danny Gay showcase some skills, you know, maybe that he hasn't been able to put on uh, due to some of the fighting stylistic matchups that he's had. David Grant had a beautiful underdog knockout over Jonathan Martinez in round two. You know, he was out, out striking Martinez for the most part uh, with the significant strikes um, over Martinez, landing more body shots and more leg kicks. Although the head strikes, he was a little bit behind, but um, he he had a beautiful knockout and dropped Martinez Martinez, went, his body went limp, uh, let's put it that way. Manel Cap had a controversial split decision loss against Matthias Nikolai. I personally had Cap winning the fight. You know, sometimes the judges see it differently, and that's just how it is. Uh, you know, maybe the two takedowns for Matthias gave the, you know, the judges a little bit more to see. But, you know, Cap outstruck Matthias in the head head strike department, um, but was a little bit behind on the body shots, but he also was ahead on the leg kick. So, you know, sometimes these judges, they, they score the fight differently than everyone else, but it is what it is. And, you know, the first fight on the main card in the middleweight division, Eric Anders and Darren Stewart ends in another no contest for the second week in a row by an illegal knee. And, you know, this time it was ended a little bit differently. Herb Dean took a little different action and decided to, to make the, the fight a no contest. You know, Eric Anders did throw the illegal knee. He was not warned that Darren Stewart was a down fighter, although he probably, you know, how do you not know it? I mean, the guy's down. Um, but up until that point, you know, Eric Anders was dominating that fight and he had Darren Stewart very hurt throughout that fight. Um, you know, it's disappointing for him because... That was probably going to turn into a win, maybe even a finish. Uh, he was having a great performance, and you know it gets tarnished because it turns into a no contest because of an illegal knee. And you know this is the second week in a row that this has happened, and you know all the controversy that happened the last week with with the Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling fight, and then it happens again. It's a little crazy, but it's also now going to stir up the pot even more because of how it was handled differently by a different referee so we will see in the upcoming weeks if something like this happens again and how it's handled for the headliner of the prelims Angela Hill absolutely dominated Ashley Yoder I was a little surprised that she was able to dominate Ashley that bad but you know completely outstruck Yoder I thought she was going to put her down a couple times she landed some beautiful strikes and dominated it all over every category head strikes body strikes leg kicks even on the ground, she had more control time. Angela Hill looked great, and uh, you know she's really proven herself in that strawweight women's division. And uh, you know, I, I personally think she, after that great performance, you gotta think who's next. You know, I mean, she came off of a loss against Michelle Waterson. You got to think, you know, she's number 12, continue to fight people ahead of her. You know, Ashley Yoder was a tough opponent for her, uh, and she conquered that challenge. So we'll see what's next. Charles Dordain had a beautiful uh, finish, TKO over Marcel Rojo, and pretty much dominated him. You know, it was a b battle. Rojo was throwing 
great strikes back. Rojo's tough. He's got some experience underneath him. And it was a little bit of a war. These guys were exchanging, but Jordan just was landing more and landing heavier. And it was a great fight, and he, and he you know, scored that knock, knockout win. Randy Yaha defeated Ray Rodriguez by arm triangle submission in round two. Another good performance. You know, he controlled the fight for seven minutes uh, and, and got two takedowns. It was more of a control and dominant fight by Yaya. And Nazra uh, Hapkares defeated Rafael Garcia by unanimous decision. You know, outstriking Garcia and um, not being able to get the fight to the ground, but dominating the fight on in the feet uh, and, and scoring the unanimous decision. Uh, for the rest of the fights, you know, J.J. Aldrich won a split decision by Courtney Casey. A lot of people had it the other way, but, you know, it is what it is. Gloria DePaula lost the unanimous decision to Jin Euphray. I was a little surprised by that. And Matthew Selmsberger started off the night with an awesome knockout over Jason Witt, which was a cold knockout. So, you know, that was UFC fight night. Edwards versus Muhammad. It took place last Saturday. And we got another fight night coming up this weekend between Brunson and Holland. So, you know, this is this is an interesting fight because Derek Brunson, you know, was coming off of a shaky couple fights and then defeated Edwin uh, Chabazian and really proved himself to still be a dominant threat in this middleweight division. And you have Kevin Holland, who is a is a absolute animal, you know, coming off of a five and year last year. And he's looking to do some damage and climb these rankings. You know, you have. Derek Brunson, who is ranked number seven, and you have Kevin Holland, who's ranked number 10. You got to think if Kevin Holland wins, he's moving up into, you know, the top eight, uh, top seven. He's going to take Derek Brunson's spot. I don't, you know, we have to see what happens. If Brunson wins, I think, you know, this gives him a, a, a push to get a top five guy, but we will save the matchmaking for the recap how I think this fight's going to go down. You know, this is going to be a nice striking fight. Uh, I see the fight going to the ground if it has to. Uh, you know, if one of these fighters get hurt, I see them taking it to the floor. But otherwise, I see this as a great striking and, and interesting battle. You know, I think Kevin Holland's uniqueness is going to give him the edge. And I think he can feel comfortable anywhere. Um, and I like him. You know, I, I think he's got a lot of, a lot of momentum. And I think he should be able to get it done over Derek Brunson. So Kevin Holland is my main event pick. And I'm going to say he does get a finish somehow. Probably in rounds three or four. In the co-main event in the lightweight division, you have Gregor Gillespie, who is coming off of a nasty loss against Kevin Lee, um, who was undefeated. You know, he was 13-0 and you know, got a devastating knockout loss against Kevin uh, Kevin Lee, rather. Um, but he took a lot of time off, and now he's back against a hard-nosed Brad Riddell. And Brad Riddell has significant advantage. Uh, well, maybe not significant, but certainly an advantage with crisp striking. You know, I think Gillespie sometimes gets into a little bit of a brawl and, and, and likes to trade shots too much, and, and you shouldn't. 
want to take too many shots from Brad Riddell. So I do think there's a path to victory for Gillespie, and that is by taking this fight to the ground and dominating there and maybe trying to get a submission. So I'm going to pick Gillespie. I hope he sticks to the right game plan and gets that submission on the ground. And I think he could do it fairly early uh, if he could get the fight to the ground and, you know, not trade to too many heavy shots. Ty Tuavasa in the heavyweight division is taking on Don Tail Myers. Both guys were on a little bit of a losing streak and came back and got a big win. You know, I think Ty Tuavasa has faced better competition. And I think, you know, his camp uh, with AKA working on some ground game and also sharpening up his strikes. I like him in this fight. I think he's going to get it done by knockout. You got Adrian Giannis taking on Gustavo Lopez. Giannis is the heavy favorite in this bantamweight matchup. I am going to pick Giannis. I think he gets it done. Although I do feel like this is a pretty even fight. Uh, I'm going to give Giannis the edge by, you know, picking him to win. And you got Song Kenan in the welterweight division taking on Max Griffin. You know, I like Max Griffin in this fight. Uh, I feel like he's got a little bit more experience and uh, I'm going to pick him. And for the last fight, that I'll be picking on the main card. You got Cheyenne Booz versus Mastreus Ruse. Uh, I'm going to take take a shot and go with the underdog here. You know, she's got a little bit more fights underneath her belt, and you never know. Sometimes you can pick up an underdog win like that, although she is a huge underdog considering um, the circumstances. I'm going to go with her. And as usual, a little bit – well, not as usual, but – uh, like last fight night, you know, not too, too many names on this fight night prelims card, uh, that I recognize that I can give super, uh, you know, analysts to, there is two fights that I'm going to give, you know, some coverage, but I'm excited to watch the rest of them. That way, moving forward, I can break down these people's fights. Uh, Trevin Giles is taking on Roman Dolids. I'm going to take Dolids. He is a favorite here, but it should be a good fight. Uh, Dolids is 8-0, and and I do believe he continues to keep his undefeated record. Uh, Trevin Giles will be a good test for him, though. And Leonardo Santos is a great Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu fighter. Who's taking on Grant Dawson? You know, I'm going to take a shot and go with Leonardo Santos here as an underdog. I think there's value, although Grant Dawson is a dog being 16 and 1 and not an underdog, but an absolute worker horse. So that is UFC Fight Night Brunson versus Holland. I'm super stoked. It should be good, as usual, for, you know, fight nights. But what I will say is there is some big UFC news besides these fight nights. Uh, Dana White and the UFC have announced that UFC 261 will be in Jacksonville, Florida, and it will have full crowd in attendance. Um, and it's going to be three title fights, which is awesome. We are going to get an awesome, awesome card. We have Usman versus Masvidal 2, the rematch. Obviously, I'll give that breakdown at a later time. Um, but it should be a great, great card. We also are going to get Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade and Zhang Weili versus Rosie Yamanunis, which might be the fight that I'm most excited for. I think that that striking fight, fight should be awesome. Although the co-main event obviously is going to be great too with Jessica Andrade, maybe giving Valentina Shevchenko the biggest challenge 
in a couple fights. Um, and the rest of the card will be great too. But when it comes, I will be giving that breakdown. But we got a little bit of way, ways to go. We also have another pay-per-view before that. UFC 260, which will be Miocic versus Ninganu too. Which also has a title, another title fight as the co-main event with Alexander Volkanovsky and Brian Ortega. And also other good fights as well. But... The news I really want to get to is that Tony Ferguson versus Baniel Daryush is targeted for UFC 262, I believe. Um, even if it's not targeted for 262, I know it is a set-done fight. Uh, I'm not 100% sure when it will be uh, happen, but I know it's going to happen. Uh, and Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler is in the works, so I'd assume that that fight is going to be announced in the relatively near future it is in the works um so hopefully they could get that done and you got to think you know what does that leave for the rest of the division uh for that lightweight division because you know if those two fights are going to happen you know you got to assume dustin poirier is going to have the trilogy fight with conor mcgregor although it leaves charles Oliveira kind of empty um i'd assume you know Rafael Dos Santos is going to face Islam Makachev in the near future. Uh, so we will see. I, you know, this is kind of screwing over Charles Oliveira. But, you know, we got to see as things get officially announced. Who knows? Maybe they'll even make Rafael Dos Santos versus Charles Oliveira. Um, you never know what they're going to do. But all in all, you can't get more excited than what's to come. That was UFC fight night recap and preview uh edwards versus muhammad and brunson versus holland uh episode 48 you know it's march we're moving along as always thank you guys for tuning in catch you guys soon